I should maybe not tell a funny story on myself. So I got into a huge bar disagreement with somebody. about. She blended me with science because the person that was talking to me kept insisting that it was by Oingo Boingo. And I kept saying, it's Thomas Dolby. And I was like ready to get in a fist fight in a bar with some huge dude that this was Thomas Dolby and not Oingo Boingo. I should probably be way more embarrassed about that than I am. This is Sloane Spencer. Y'all might know me from my Decades in Radio, and you might know me from my pioneering podcast, long-form interview conversations with musicians you don't know you love yet called Country Fried Rock. And I also am an adult living with ADD. And that means that when I get inspiration, oh my God, I'm going to do four things and I'm going to do them all in the next 48 hours. And that is where this new podcast is coming from. It's called One Hit History, and I talk with music people about their favorite one-hit wonders. So, of course, I hit up some of my favorite friends first to get us started. Also, like alliteration, if you don't know that already. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash one-hit-history, where you'll find bonus content and episode outtakes. And no, I'm not afraid to make fun of myself. Or just listen on our website, onehithistory.com, or your favorite podcast app. Seems a little silly, but especially for a new program like this, those five-star ratings and reviews really help. So we're going to chat with Chad Cochran. You might know him better as Cowtown Chad, a noted rock photographer and visual artist. Been around the scene for quite some time with some amazing work and content and an incredible multimedia project called I Didn't Want to Tell You. We're going to have him tell you a little bit about what's going on these days, and then we'll jump right in. Hey. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to to do this. One Hit Wonders is one of those things that I've always found completely fascinating. So when you messaged me and said something about this, I was in. Like you didn't have to say anything else. I was immediately immediately ready to go. So I appreciate that about you and the fact that you are one of the people that I can text like this five sentence text and like, hey, by the way, you don't have to answer me till later. (laughs) So thank you. (laughs) And you as well. I know that we both use each other's sounding boards and I always appreciate that. Very much so. Very much so. So, Chad Cochran, what project are you working on these days? So the big thing I'm working on right now is I'm switching studios. So not as much uh, projects as I normally am working on. I can say that I'm excited that I picked up some work and it's exciting to hopefully be towards the back end of the pandemic and people are starting to have a little bit more normalcy in their lives and touring is kicking back in. And so that's making people get back on the road, which means they're usually passing through or gives me the opportunity to also travel like down to Nashville, which I was just recently in Americana Fest and did a bunch of portraits down there. But yeah, the big news is I had a wonderful experience at 78th Street Studios in Cleveland for a few years. And the great news is that I have kind of outgrown the space. So I need a place that's a little bit bigger and I want to get more into creating my own backdrops and my own things that are incredibly unique. And I was a little bit limited with my ability to do that at that studio. And so starting in December... I will be moving to the east side of downtown Cleveland. Uh, It's a great area, and I'm excited to start something different. This is exciting news and perhaps a great way to incorporate some of that visual art that you, how I first got to know you. Absolutely. Very cool stuff. So Chad Cochran is known primarily as Cowtown Chad, and Cowtown is the alternate name for Cleveland. So you can look him up real easily online, cowtownchad.com. We'll talk more about what y'all can do if you're interested in reaching out to Chad at the end of the program. So let's jump right in. One hit history here. So what's your favorite one hit wonder? 
so the deep breath is is needed because there are <laughs> so many to choose from. Like, I love this um, subject. <laughs> it, it is so good. Like, that's what I told you. Like, when you messaged me, I'm like, man, like, I totally want to do this. Um, <laughs> because I grew up around kind of like that yacht rock, one hit wonder type music, like Orlean, although Orlean's had a couple songs, but like Firefall, like those kind of bands, like immediately came into my head because that was more like growing up in my parents' era. But I think, I tried to do it in more of a formative time. So I, mm. I instead switched to the early, and by early, I mean very early MTV era. And I went with She Blinded Me With Science by Thomas. Ah, you're talking my language. <laughs> So yeah, I, I, and, and I did a little homework. So this is this isn't things that I, I just knew it in my brain, but I kind of knew how old I was when that came out, and, and I kind of remembered that. So I would have been around ten or eleven when that song came out, and MTV debuted August first, nineteen eighty one. That song was released, I think, in August of nineteen eighty two. So right. very very early in the MTV phase. When you mentioned to me a list of a few songs you might want to talk about, I happen to be obsessed with every song you mentioned. So I was like, oh, we can talk for a long time about this. This is all about the synth pop. We got this down. It reminded me of so many different funny stories, one of which was I was talking with a friend who was getting her PhD in acoustical architectural design. I hope that I'm naming this specialty correctly. I I think I know you're going with this, and this is great. Yeah, so this totally blew my mind. I was talking with this person. This person that I know, specialty is designing acoustics of buildings for a specific, very sciencey and way out of my league, way, way out of my league. But this person was like, yeah, I'm getting my PhD at Johns Hopkins and you won't believe who my professor is. And I'm like, I literally have no idea. I was like, "I, I, I can barely adjust the audio in my own programming. And she was like, Thomas Dolby. And I was like, you are full of <laughs> yeah i said his name's not even thomas dolby whatever it just was a guy who had some ridiculous video at mtv and she's like no and i was like well he's not the guy who invented dolby that's ray dolby and i know that because i like trivia okay it is thomas dolby professor at johns hopkins university been there since 2014 moved into a subspecialty in 2018 pandemic aside has like dozens of audio patents all kinds of stuff came into music because he was a computer nerd right and so so let's talk about that because i I didn't know any of this i thought he was like a design for mtv i knew he was a professor i don't know why i mean you and i are the same way like you know both way off the charts music nerds um (laughs) (laughs) also uh dealing with add and i Mm remember that he was a professor now granted that's all I had. And sure. so I looked it up and his early career, he was a professor at the University of London. He also taught at Oxford as well as Trinity College in Cambridge. So unbelievable. So he has that. And then I also knew that he was heavily involved in the tech industry. Like I remember that that happened. And so in 1990, he created a company called Beatnik, mm-hmm. a Silicon Valley based company. And it was the, it was a software company that the technology was used to play internet music. Yes. And there was some connection with Nokia phones and stuff too, that I can't remember all that stuff, but turns out to be an incredibly fascinating guy. Um, totally fascinating dude. Yeah. I didn't know any of this stuff either. I knew like the music ephemera. So stuff like 
his collaborations both in producing and composing stuff for like David Bowie, Roger Waters, Pink Floyd, Nile Rodgers and Sheik and, you know, stuff like that, because that's the kind of trivia that I enjoy and absorb. But he worked for like Foreigner and the Soft Boys, like all kinds of cool people. Def Leppard, George Clinton, like all kinds of stuff. You just would never. So many of the one hit wonders, I think, when they make their mark, you just anticipate that that's it. Like they've now gone back to flipping burgers or working in a factory or being a school teacher or whatever it is. But there's a lot of them that have gone on to have very robust careers. He's so much more interesting than I ever expected. I really, truly thought that it was like a fake thing developed solely for the sake of MTV. I really, I did, I had no idea. Had someone told me that he was a caricature, I would have right. believed that. I'm thinking like yes. Max Headroom. You know, if you watch that video, so the radio version is 342. There is an extended version that's 509. But yeah, you know what's weird about that? He developed and storyboarded the video first, then wrote the song. Really? I didn't yes. That. Isn't that fascinating? And if you go back and watch the video, it's horrible. Like it's, oh, it's so bad. Yeah, and, and I remember and it, may, it as being so good. Right. I mean, it may be horrible is the, is the wrong term. It's just very period specific. <laughs> right? Like, you know, there were other videos being made. Michael Jackson was making amazing videos. Duran Duran was making amazing videos. And I am his here for the Duran looks, Duran. Don't y'all go knocking Duran Duran. Sh- uh, no, I was a huge Duran Duran fan. I was a Seven and the Ragged Tiger, Rio, all that. I was, I was very, By the way, very on. If you're a Duran Duran fan or a closet Duran Duran fan, check out Annie Zaleski's new Thirty Three and a Third book about Rio. Annie, also a Clevelander. It's a small world. It is a small world. So I also <laughs> looked more stuff up on the video. Uh, I know the song <laughs> also peaked at number five on the U.S. charts. Yeah. So let's talk about the actual song. This song, you're right, very heavily rooted in synth pop, like not surprising that it comes out of the UK, seems very in alignment with a lot of the music that was coming out. But I, this song was weird. You know, so when I was 10, 10 or 11 years old, like it is, it's a weird song. Like it's, it's not a anthemic song. It doesn't have like a huge chorus you could really get behind. Oh, was, like structurally, it's all over the place. Yes. Yeah. Like it, it's a weird song. His voice is weird. He incorporates a lot of like noises and it was kind of like my gateway into that kind of music that was kind of on that slant. It reminds uh-huh. me of a lot like Talking Heads. Like I think mm-hmm. it made, oh, yeah. ma- it, it, you know, it made getting into the Talking Heads a lot more accessible because that made sense to follow that path. And then maybe right. later people like the Flaming Lips or more current. I just thought it was weird. Interestingly, I remember when this song came out well, mainly because I also have cousins that are English and who still live in England. And we were visiting them at the time that this was a huge video hit in the US. And She Blinded Me With Science was not a huge hit in the UK at all. It barely, I don't even think it hit the top 50. Like, I looked, they like 49. Yeah, it was not the big hit there at all that it was here. The main thing that it was known for was that the dude who goes, science, which, of course, I've now been quoting for the last however many decades, that guy was like a TV personality from like the mid-1950s all the way up through that time. So like generations of people knew who he was and they thought that was funny. Like the song itself was a nothing. Okay, so I had to look it up. It's a guy named Magnus Alfred Pike. Oh, what a great British name. He was a British scientist and TV presenter who repeatedly interjects science throughout the song. 
Good heavens, Miss Sakamoto, you're yeah. beautiful. Or I, yeah. I don't even know that that's the right words, but it's close to that. No, that's exactly it. Only because <laughs> I'm looking at it and it hasn't quoted. So that was well done. <laughs> I'm going to be that old person in the old folks' home just randomly quoting like MTV <laughs> lyrics in The Clash. I'm going to be like, whatever, right. Miss Spencer, thanks. Right. Yeah, you can only hope there's going to be somebody like our age that will go, no, 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 no. It's a song. It's their song <laughs> right. lyrics. Right. <laughs> Oh, man. So thank you so much for bringing this one up. And I know that we talked about a bunch of other songs, and I'm I'm excited to hear your other podcasts, to hear you know, <laughs> the other episodes, to see who picked up. Because I'll share. I, I will at least say one of the other ones was Oh, Sheila by Ready for the World. Oh, yes. Right. Are we allowed to deviate off of my topic and talk about Okay, that? so here's what we're going to do. I really want to talk with you about Oh, Sheila. So let's make that be like a bonus content thing that we'll do. Perfect. Okay. Okay, cool. That song turned out to be super interesting when I looked into it. <laughs> oh, really? Because I, I, haven't, I haven't done any research on that one. I will commit to you to pulling out my 45 because I know I have that somewhere. <laughs> in, in the original sleeve. That actually, you should hang on to that. One hit history. Chad Cochran, Cowtown Chad, thanks so much for joining us. Where can folks find out more about your work and what you do? They can either find me on all social media at Cowtown Chad, or they can go to the website, cowtownchad.com, and it will link you to all of my social media pages, as well as my I Didn't Want to Tell You series, which is a mental health series that I started a few years back. And all of the stories can be found on the link through my homepage. Again, it's cowtownchad.com. And can folks reach out to you to hire you? Absolutely. Email cowtownchad at gmail.com. And that, that link is on also all of my social media accounts. So you should be able to find it pretty easily. And it is cow, C-O-W, town, cowtownchad.com. Fantastic. Chad Cochran, a.k.a. Cowtown Chad and Thomas Dolby's She Blinded Me With Science. It's one hit history. And I'm Sloane Spencer. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Jacob Fur for our theme music. You can find his catalog at jacobfur.bandcamp.com. That's J-A-C-O-B-F-U-R-R.bandcamp.com. Thanks so much for our graphic design and logo from Keith Brogdon. You can find his work at thinkingoutlouddesign.com. Our show notes are crafted by freelance writer April Blake, who you can find at theaprilblake.com. 